Good morning. It's Tuesday. Our top story, new fears over the growing triple-demic. Yeah, we've got what you need to know. It is October 25th, and this is Today. Push to the brink. Some hospitals now over capacity with flu, respiratory illnesses, and new COVID variants combining for an unprecedented surge. The last few weeks is something that I've never seen before. So will it only get worse before it gets better? We will ask Dr. Ashish Jha when he joins us live. Breaking news, changing of the guard. Rishi Sunak meets with King Charles this morning, officially becoming Britain's third prime minister in just four months. Inside his dramatic rise, the history he's making and his strong ties to the U.S. Emotional vigil, a St. Louis community comes together overnight to remember the victims killed in a tragic high school shooting. The gunman, a teenager and former student. Survivors now sharing their harrowing stories. We started hearing glass breaking from the outside and gunshots outside the door. The very latest on what may have sparked the shooting spree. Battlegrounds with the midterms exactly two weeks away. High profile debates in the spotlight. Last night in Florida. You talk about Joe Biden a lot. The only worn out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Chris. Tonight, Pennsylvania, where the candidates in that key Senate race will square off for the first and only time. We're live with what you can expect. All that plus cutting ties this morning. Adidas bowing to pressure, joining the growing list of companies, dropping Kanye West over his offensive anti-Semitic rants. So what's next for the controversial star? Today, Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning. Good to see you. It is a Tuesday morning. We're so happy that you're joining us this morning. Yeah, lots to follow this morning. Just a short time ago, history was made in the UK. Rishi Sunak officially becoming Britain's prime minister after being invited to form a new government by King Charles. A live report from London coming up. But we are going to start once again this morning with the triple threat of viruses. The flu, COVID, RSV, taking a toll on patients and hospitals all across the country. So just look at this. This is where the flu is spreading right now. High rates in Texas and other parts of the South and making its way to the Northeast. Yeah, in just a moment, we're going to speak with White House COVID-19 response coordinator, Dr. Ashish Jha, live. But we are going to start with NBC's Gabe Gutierrez at 1.00. Hard hit hospital in Rhode Island. Hey, Gabe, good morning. Hoda, good morning. This children's hospital is operating at 125% capacity using parts of the facility that it's never used before. Half of the young patients in its ICU have the respiratory illness, RSV. This morning, concerns of a potential triple-demic are growing. The flu, RSV, and COVID ramping up earlier than expected. The last few weeks is something that I've never seen before. Rhode Island, Delaware, Maine, and Washington, D.C. now reporting more than 90% of their pediatric hospital beds are full. Several other states between 80 and 90%. Many patients battling RSV, the common respiratory illness that's usually like a simple cold, but can be very serious in children under two. It's very worrisome because we're not even in winter. It's still only fall. So as the winter hits, as flu starts coming, where are we going to put these kids? In Providence, Hasbro Children's Hospital is now at 125% capacity. Extra patients staying in the emergency department. 
while they wait for available beds to be admitted. It's unprecedented, and because of that, we are sort of in a whole new world right now. We are trying to manage the sickest of the patients right now and let people know that if they're coming in with more minor complaints, that they might have to wait for a while. As for the flu, pharmacy giant Walgreens now says activity at its clinics is more than 10 times higher than it was last season and that it's doubled in just the past two weeks. We're seeing it in the cities in the south and we're seeing it move a lot faster than we have in the past. All of it weighing on parents across the country. He was having a hard time breathing. In South Carolina, Corey Robertson's newborn son had RSV and was on a ventilator to help him breathe. I was very scared. You know, he's seven weeks old, so I definitely had fear that I haven't really felt before, just the unknown. And today, President Biden is set to get his Omicron COVID booster shot as public health officials urge Americans across the country to make sure their COVID and flu shots are up to date to potentially ease the strain on hospitals like these over the next few months. Coda. All right, Gabe, thank you so much. So for more on all of these concerns, we welcome in Dr. Ashish Jha, the White House COVID-19 response coordinator. Hi, Dr. Jha. Good to see you. Yeah. Good morning. Dr. Jha, the numbers seem frightening looking at these overflowing hospitals. We're calling it a triple-demic. How concerned are you about the moment that we're in right now? Yeah, so, you know, it is concerning. We have three respiratory viruses that are circulating and all of them going up. We have RSV, we have flu, we have SARS-CoV-2 or COVID. Um, the good news here is that we've got terrific vaccines against two of them, um, both influenza vaccines as well as new updated COVID shots. Uh, if people got those two, uh, they can really keep them out of the hospital, prevent them from getting seriously ill. That will make an enormous difference in keeping healthcare capacity under control and really helping people get through the winter ahead. How worried are you, doctor, about these COVID subvariants? We see hear about them in Singapore and parts of Europe. People say perhaps they evade the immunity we have or the boosters we have. How much of a concern are you about a coming storm? Yeah, so we're tracking them very, very closely, as you might imagine. Uh, they are concerning. They do have the potential to evade immunity. The good news is all of them are derivatives of BA5, and our new vaccines are updated to target BA5. So I'm actually pretty confident our vaccines are going to hold up really well. The brand new COVID vaccines are going to hold up well. Um, if you're relying on your old vaccine from nine months ago or an infection from a year ago, uh, that's probably not going to be good enough. And that's one of the reasons we're urging all Americans, but particularly older Americans, Americans, particularly seniors, to get the new updated COVID vaccine, because I do think it's going to make a really big difference. There seems to be a big fatigue when it comes to getting the booster shot. I mean, you've been saying it since we've known you. You got to get your shot. You got to get your shot. But yet people are saying they're not they're not lining up for it. Yeah. You know, look, the way I look at this is I get a flu shot every single year. I have for like 25 years. Actually, it was a requirement at the hospital where I worked. Um, that's where we are with COVID for a vast majority of people. For most people, this is now a once a year shot. So what I've been encouraging people is like, you go get your flu shot, you go get your COVID shot. It's going to make a big difference as you go into the holiday season. Uh, and, you know, one, one shot and you should really be done for the whole year. At least for a vast majority of people, that's true. For some high-risk people, immunocompromised, the elderly, they may need additional protection later next year. Uh, but right now, for majority of Americans, it's a once-a-year shot. All right, Dr. Jha at the White House for us. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, let's Thank move you. now to a groundbreaking moment in Great Britain, where just this morning, Rishi Sunak has become prime minister after a meeting with King Charles. He is the youngest and the first person of color to hold the office. And he delivered a closely watched speech just a short time ago. NBC's Kelly Kobea is in London for us. Hey, Kelly, good morning. 
Good morning. Well, yet another conservative politician is in charge here this morning. Rishi Sunak is Britain's third prime minister in just seven weeks. Rishi Sunak is therefore elected as leader of the Conservative Party. A history-making moment amid the chaos of British politics. The country's first British Indian Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, meeting with King Charles this morning. Britain's new leader is the third Prime Minister this year and facing a massive challenge. The pound sharply down against the dollar, inflation surging and borrowing costs through the roof. There is no doubt we face a profound economic challenge. We now need stability and unity. At 42, Sunak is the youngest British leader in more than 200 years and the country's first leader of colour. A former finance minister, he's won praise for his economic policies. Borrowing your way out of inflation isn't a plan, it's a fairy tale. But he's expected to oversee huge spending cuts to balance the books, an unpopular move, especially given his wealthy background. The son of Indian immigrants, Sunak was educated at Oxford, then Stanford, going on to earn millions as a banker and marrying the daughter of a billionaire Indian tech giant. It's always going to be a problem for the Conservative Party being seen as the party of the rich. Sunak's predecessor, Liz Truss, lasted only 44 days in office, pushed out after her economic plans blew up Britain's finances. Her predecessor, Boris Johnson, forced to quit after a series of scandals. The British public totally fed up. I think we're a laughing suck now. What an absolute farce all this stuff is. But with no election until January 2025, many voters just hope Sunak won't be as bad as his predecessors. Richie is not an angel, not by any stretch of imagination is the best of the lot. Along with all those domestic issues, of course, there's the war in Ukraine. The UK is the second largest military donor behind the US. Question is, will this fiscally conservative prime minister keep the money flowing? Guys? All right. Kelly Cobier of Forest there in London. Kelly, thank you. We are learning more this morning about the deadly shooting that unfolded inside a St. Louis high school yesterday. A teenage gunman, a former student, dressed in all black, opening fire and killing two people before he was shot and killed by police. NBC's Emily Aketa is at the scene with the latest. Emily, good morning. Savannah, good morning. Central Visual and Performing Arts High School remains closed this morning after two people were gunned down here and seven others hospitalized with injuries. Now an all-too-familiar picture, balloons, notes and flowers lining this school turned crime scene. This morning, another community traumatized and heartbroken by a school shooting that killed a teacher and sophomore. A local news chopper capturing the terrifying scene as hundreds of students and staff scrambled to safety. We're going to report that the shots were fired from room 309. The chaos unfolding just as the school day was getting underway at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in St. Louis, Missouri. We started hearing glass breaking from the outside and gunshots outside the door. Freshman Adrian Bolden, like many desperate students, barricaded doors and eventually escaped through a classroom window. Are you hard? Frightened parents on the other end of phone calls, helpless. Just to hear my baby cry like that and I can't be there to help her, that like really hurt me. Some students coming face to face with the 19-year-old gunman who police have identified as Orlando Harris, a recent graduate of the school with no criminal history. He died in the hospital after a shootout with officers. 
Me and him made eye contact, and I'm glad I made it out because his gun got jammed. Among the victims, 61-year-old Jean Kuska, a longtime health and gym teacher who wrote on the school's website, I cannot imagine myself in any other career but teaching. Also, teenage sophomore Alexandria Bell, her family, including eight siblings, saying she loved to dance. She was everything to me. No matter how I felt, I can talk to her and it was it was all right. That was my baby. Police say the toll could have been much worse if officers had not arrived within minutes and confronted the suspect, who was armed with a long gun and loads of ammunition. This could have been much worse. The individual had almost a dozen 30-round high-capacity magazines on them. According to authorities, the school had metal detectors, security guards, and locked doors, which police say helped slow the gunman down. But they would not reveal how he still managed to get inside. Investigators did collect evidence from the suspect's car and say they're looking into whether he suffered from a mental illness. In Savannah, the FBI and ATF are also on the ground here, assisting the investigation. All right, Emily Akeda in St. Louis, thank you. 7.13, we are turning to Craig. The midterms are knocking on the door. Oh, they are. Hoda Savannah, good morning. Good morning to you as well. With just two weeks to go now, the race for the control of the House and Senate tighter than ever, coming down to just a, a handful of key races across the country. NBC's senior Washington correspondent, Hallie Jackson, has the latest on, on where things stand right now on the campaign trail. Hey, Hallie, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. You talk about those key races. One of them is in Pennsylvania for Senate with what could be a make-or-break moment coming in tonight's debate, the first and only, as people in critical states are starting to vote early, and our new polling shows polarization is off the charts. Call it a keystone clash today in Pennsylvania in a race that could tip the balance of power in the Senate. Republican candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz face to face in the first and only debate against Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, who's downplaying expectations after a stroke five months ago that affected his speech. His campaign in a new memo this morning calling the debate unprecedented, previewing the likelihood of awkward pauses or missing some words, adding that the live captioning process they're using may also lead to time delays and errors in the exchanges. That debate set for tonight coming after another overnight in Florida where the firebrand Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, is widely speculated to be looking past November to 2024 and a possible White House run. His opponent, former Governor Charlie Crist, trailing in the polls. Yes or no, Ron? Will you serve a full four-year term if you're reelected governor of Florida? It's not a tough question. The only worn out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Chris. Two weeks out from Election Day and across the country, people are interested, really interested, with a new NBC News poll showing 70 percent of registered voters raring to cast their ballots. The highest number of any midterm campaign in the history of our poll. Republicans more enthusiastic than Democrats, 78 to 69 percent. But right now, stunning polarization. Eighty percent of voters think the other side poses an existential threat to the country. President Biden, in a kind of pep talk from party headquarters, laying out the stakes. Everybody wants to make it a referendum, but it's a choice between two vastly different visions for America. When you talk about the top issues that matter right now, about a third of Democrats say it's threats to democracy with dozens of Republican election deniers on ballots. And about a third of Republicans say their top issue, jobs in the economy with two weeks to go now until Election Day. 
Craig. Hard to believe. Midterms is two weeks away. Hallie Jackson for us this morning. Hallie, thank you. All right, quarter after. Let's get our first check of the weather. Mm-hmm. Severe weather in the south to mm-hmm. talk about, Al. That's right. This is Gerald, Texas, just north of Austin. A possible tornado going through. Had to rescue a trucker who was who was uh, trapped in his truck that got flipped over. We had a lot of house damage, trees knocked down. So we're going to be watching more activity like this as we take a look. Show you we've got showers and thunderstorms stretching from Texas all the way on up into the upper Great Lakes. We've got 29 million people and the wind at Lurch right now from Austin, Texas to Evansville, Indiana. And we've got a risk of severe weather for 8 million folks from Nashville down to Mobile, Baton Rouge, Atlanta, and Knoxville as well. As this cold front pushes to the east, storms will stretch from the Gulf to the Great Lakes, damaging wind gusts of up to 60 miles per hour tomorrow. That low moves through the Great Lakes, bringing heavy rain. Second low pressure system brings heavy rain out to Miami. I should say to Maine and parts of New England. We're looking at anywhere from one to three inches of rain from Fayetteville all the way to Chicago. And in fact, they need the rain. Indianapolis, so far for the month, only nine-tenths of an inch. Their second driest October. Cincinnati, their fourth driest October. So this rain is welcome. And we're watching Invest Area 94L. It's near Bermuda. Tropical depression could form later today. And we keep an eye on that development zone because the eastern parts of New England may be threatened by this thing. Again, nothing too terrible, but could bring some pretty heavy rain and some gusty winds. And that is your latest weather. Quite the treat, your Halloween. Wow. Wow. Little Halloween treat. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. We're ready. We're ready. Who's Al, thank you. Still ahead this morning, Stephanie Gosk is here on the growing outrage and now consequences facing Kanye West over his anti-Semitic remarks. And that's right, Savannah. He's been making those remarks for weeks now. Gap and Balenciaga have already cut ties. And pressure was growing on Adidas, which had a deal worth hundreds of millions of dollars with Kanye West this morning. The company severing ties with him as well. We'll have the details coming up. All right, Steph. Plus the booming business of daily gummy vitamins for adults. A lot of people like them. They take them every day. But just how effective are they? Vicki Wynn will break down some new concerns and show us what to look for on the label. But first, this is Today on NBC. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, it's 7.30. It's Tuesday morning. Do we need a little Christmas? Sure we do. It's October 25th. That means Christmas is just two months away. Soon we'll see the Rockefeller Center Christmas yeah. right there. Yeah, right out on there. Ice rink will be there. I know. So let's get in the spirit, let's y'all. Go, let's go. All right. Well, let's check our 7.30 headlines, guys. Uh, a Russian court this morning upheld the nine-year prison sentence for WNBA star Brittany Griner. She appeared via video link at today's appeal hearing. The two-time Olympic gold medalist was arrested in February at a Moscow airport. Officials say she had vape cartridges containing cannabis oil, which is banned in Russia. The U.S. calls the sentence excessive and disproportionate. 
The focus will now shift to the potential for a high-profile prisoner swap. An Arizona family has been rescued this morning after being stuck 200 feet underground for more than 24 hours at Grand Canyon Caverns. The five people became stranded after an elevator malfunctioned. That happened Sunday evening. Now, they weren't stuck in the elevator itself. The family was able to move freely in the caverns and also an adjacent hotel suite while they waited to be rescued. Well, the already widespread backlash against rapper Kanye West over anti-Semitic remarks, it is growing this morning. The list of people and companies now who say they will no longer work with Kanye it's getting longer. NBC Stephanie Goss joins us with more on this. Steph, good morning to you. Good morning, Craig. Kanye West is one of the most successful musicians of all time. But it's what he has been saying when he's not performing that's creating controversy. Companies and celebrities cutting ties after his repeated anti-Semitic comments. And just this morning, his biggest brand deal has collapsed. Breaking news this morning. Adidas confirming it is ending its lucrative partnership with Kanye West now known as Ye. The company saying in a statement, Ye's recent comments and actions have been unacceptable, hateful, and dangerous, and they violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion, mutual respect, and fairness. The rap star made a series of anti-Semitic comments. The brand has been under fire for its association with West, West doubling down on his anti-Semitic messages overnight. It's genocide and population control that black people are in today in America that is promoted by the music and the media that black people make that Jewish record labels get paid off. This past weekend, a group of neo-Nazi demonstrators hung a banner from an overpass in L.A. showing their support for West comments. His ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, tweeting, I stand together with the Jewish community and call on the terrible violence and hateful rhetoric towards them to come to an immediate end. The company has not released specific sales numbers from its Yeezy line, but industry analysts estimate it brings in up to $2 billion a year, around 10% of Adidas's total sales. Amid all the controversy, the company released its latest Yeezy Boost sneaker over the weekend. In these types of licensing deals, uh, product could be in the pipeline over 18 months in advance. Kanye's partnerships with legendary fashion house Balenciaga and The Gap both ending in recent weeks. On Monday, the talent agency CAA said it dropped West as a client, and a production company is shelving a new documentary about him. But the musician and designer refusing to back down, even taunting Adidas in a recent podcast. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Now what? Well, now what? Um, Adidas yeah. did it. It took them a while to do it, but they did it. Yeah. Uh, they stand to lose a lot of money. I yeah, and, and really quickly, Hoda. I mean, there are only a few months left in this year, and they could lose $240 million this year. The company already hurting. Their stock price had gone down. They had stockpiling up around the world because demand has dropped in China and U.S. and financial analysts speculating that because of that dramatic economic impact it was going to have, that that's why it took as long for them to take this this action. All right. All right, Stephanie, thank you. Thank you. Still ahead this morning, we are going to celebrate the life of beloved actor, Emmy winner, and social media star, Leslie Jordan. First, though, Vicki Wynn is here with something to uh, to chew over when it comes to your daily vitamin routine. Right, Vic? Hi, good morning. They're chewy, they're sweet, they taste like candy, but they're actually vitamins. But this morning, new research is asking questions about just how effective are those gummy vitamins. We'll have some food for thought for you right after this on Today.
Well, you're back 739 with Consumer Confidential. It's our series that around the same time each morning, we focus on the issues that impact your bottom line. Okay, this morning, we're going to take a closer look at gummy vitamins, those chewable and delicious supplements. They have exploded in popularity, but some questions are being raised about whether they're really effective. Yeah, NBC's senior consumer correspondent, Vicki Wynn, is here with some details. Hey, Vic. Hey, good morning. You may have some of these in your own home for you or for your kids, but experts who study these gummy vitamins say they're not for everyone. Some can pack as much sugar as candy, and research has found that what you see on the label isn't always what you get. Are you ready for the most scrumptious gummy vitamin? These days, taking your vitamins can be sweeter than ever. A growing number of stores are stocked with gummy supplements promising to boost everything from women's health to nail strength, and they look and taste a lot like candy. The taste was just like a lot more fun and easy to eat. Even celebrities like Kourtney Kardashian-Barker are getting in the game, launching her own line of gummies, promising to help users sharpen focus, de-bloat, or just relax. And the industry is booming. Global sales for gummy vitamins, nearly $7.5 billion this year, and they're predicted to reach over $13 billion in the next five years. Gummies have invaded the supplement area. But some doctors and nutritionists say, buyer beware. Gummy vitamins typically contain anywhere from two to eight grams of sugar. And sugar-free gummies are not a free pass. This product might contain sugar alcohol. And consuming too much sugar alcohol at one time can cause some unpleasant GI effects for some people. The watchdog site Consumer Lab has tested hundreds of gummy vitamins. We find that there are many more quality problems with gummies than there are with tablets or capsules. The group says ingredients lose potency faster in gummy form. So in order to maintain what's promised on the label, some manufacturers may compensate by adding far more of an ingredient. When is it too much of a good thing when it comes to gummies? Any ingredient where you can get too much, like melatonin, like folic acid, like just about every vitamin out there, um, you, 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 there's a kind of a, a curve where, you know, things get better and better getting enough vitamin and then it goes worse and worse. Dietitians and doctors we spoke to say eating a variety of whole foods is still the best source of vitamins for most healthy adults. And it doesn't have to be fresh to be healthy. Canned vegetables and uh, frozen foods are your friends. But gummy vitamins can be an option for those with nutrient deficiencies or medical conditions or people who have trouble swallowing pills. How can a consumer figure out which gummy vitamin they can trust? Well, as for all dietary supplements, consumers should look for trusted brands from reputable retailers. Experts say look for the USP or NSF label, which is a third-party seal ensuring the product has been vetted. And always consult a doctor before adding vitamins and supplements to your diet. Advice worth chewing on. And one more tip. Experts say pay attention to the recommended dose, especially when it comes to kids' gummies. We know they're yummy, but you want to stick to what's on the label. We also reached out to Courtney Kardashian Barker's brand, Lemmy, for comment, but we did not hear back. So, Vic, when should folks even consider, like, taking vitamins, period? Look, the key here is if you have a condition that makes it hard for you to absorb vitamins and nutrients from your actual food, like Mm -hmm. Crohn's disease, sure, or if you're pregnant or nursing, or maybe you eat a very restrictive diet. Mm -hmm. But the doctors say, listen, if you eat from a variety of Mm -hmm. foods, eat the rainbow, add some beans, some whole grains to your diet. Most Americans do not need any vitamins or supplements of any kind. Gummy, chewable pills, none. Thank you, Vicky. You did not get a haircut, right? No, this is Laura's work. Thank you. Uh Looks good on you. All right. right. Vicky, thank you. Let's get another check of the weather. All right, guys. Well, guess what? It's time once again for our weather. 
weather whiplash. That's right. <laughs> Stay with me, Steve, our audio guy. Okay. So this strong cold front's coming across the country. Temperatures are going to be falling up to 30 degrees after the front passes. For example, today we've got temperatures, International Falls, 70 degrees, 23 degrees above average. Cedar Rapids, 74. St. Louis, 78. But that front comes through and... Yeah, we're looking at uh, uh, temperatures dropping today. 17 degrees colder in Minneapolis at 53, 50 in Cedar Rapids. St. Louis, 64, 14 degrees cooler than yesterday. Today, Traverse City, 68. Toledo, 78. Pittsburgh, 73. Knoxville, 78. Front comes through. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, it's going to be 14 degrees colder in Toledo at 64, 64 in Nashville, 62 in Pittsburgh. That's 15 degrees colder than average. Rest of the country, we're looking like a beautiful day today, feeling like summer up and down the eastern seaboard. Some severe storms along that cold front and snow showers out west. And that's your latest weather, guys. All right, Al. Thank you. Coming up, a rare look at Jackie Kennedy through decades of photos, only now being revealed by her Secret Service agent. Our exclusive sit down with him just ahead. But first, these messages. We're back with Carson. Hey, Carson. Hey, good hello. morning, everybody. How are you? Hi, Ina Garten. Yes. 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 Oh, I again. Where's the Hi, goat everybody. cheese toast? Uh, coming up soon. I know. <laughs> you, have a, you have a new cookbook. What's this one all about? It's called Go To Dinners. Oh. And it's what I learned in the pandemic about how to cook really simple dinners. Mm. Was, was I mistaken, but when I was watching 60 Minutes casually, did I turn it on and see Miss Ina Garten yes. on 60 yeah. Minutes? <laughs> what, what a thrill. Moment for what a you thrill. Too, right? It was like winning a Lifetime Achievement Award. Well, it really is. Well, kind of like being here. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so glad you're with us too today. I'm so happy. So happy. We're excited. We're going to cook together. Yes. Yes. Is this something that we can do? You know, we're not exactly aces in the kitchen. You will be when I'm done with you. Okay. I love it. I'm so excited. Don't leave. Don't leave. Stay. You make everything better. We'll be back after these messages. Thank you. 